0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit and Stay, and get ready to win with dogs with me, Raquel Win. Hey there, listeners. It's win with dogs again. I'm your host, Raquel. Today, we have an extremely, extremely special episode. You know I'm always preaching... Nutrition, nutrition, nutrition to all of you out there. And today, I will be speaking with Franco Cavallari. He's a prominent nutritional biochemist. My favorite, he can get in there and tell us just how our bodies react to the foods we're eating. (laughs) Um, He's done many, many things. He's written a book for humans called The Potential Within, A Guide to Nutritional Empowerment. And what I am interested in speaking with him about is his new book for canines, The Potential Within Your Dog's Health a natural guide to health happiness and harmony for your canine companion it'll be quite fascinating to get his take on everything Cavallari graduated from the University of British Columbia where he majored in nutritional science and biochemistry and his postgraduate work continues to focus on the latest gene related and insulin related nutraceutical research so this is gonna be a great show we'll get lots of good information out of him I'm sure hang tight we're gonna take A quick break and be right back to speak with Franco Cavallari on Win With Dogs. Don't go away. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. tune in and other streaming apps for more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network visit petliferadio.com slash advertise today let's talk pets on petliferadio.com thanks for hanging around we're back to win with dogs with me raquel Wynn on pet life radio ow, ow. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging tight. As I said earlier, we are going to be speaking with Franco. Uh, He wrote a couple books. The dog book is what I'm curious to know uh, most about. And Franco cured or recovered from a disease in his own life, which really probably caused him to put, put all of his research to practical use. So I'm really interested to speak with him today. Franco, welcome to the show. Thanks for being my guest.
1: Well, Raquel, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, and so you're a nutritional, I mean, biochemist. That's so awesomely great. I always preach to people that, you know, Get them as much good food, organic, pesticide-free, you know, raw foods. Eat all of that that you can. And a lot of purists say to get your nutrients from your food and not supplement at all. But I kind of think that's next to impossible with the kinds of foods that we have out there. Let's start at the very beginning, Franco, and um, give us a little bit of background on what you do and how that has shaped your perspective on food
1: <laughs> and nutrition. Well, what I did and, and what um, got me started in this industry was sports nutrition. I, um, as I, mm-hmm. When I studied at the University of British Columbia, I became my own guinea pig. And began um, <laughs> applying a lot of the research to competitive sports. And I, at one point, upon just before winning um, the North American Championships in Los Angeles, I fell ill
0: uh-huh.
1: and it progressed um, to continue after the win and, and I had to drop out of competitive sport for a while but um, it caused me to change my research. A lot of my research in the beginning was uh, focused on prostaglandins. These are hormones involved in inflammatory cascades and right. inflammation is ultimately the chemistry that, um, that is involved with most of the diseases in the body and so if we can control that we actually um, increase our tolerance to disease. We can reduce the risk of disease, and you know, inflammation is involved even in cardiovascular disease. And, and accelerated inflammation reduces our capacity to recover from day to day, and ages our bodies prematurely. And what totally it breaks the, research- the cells down? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Let me let me back time out let me cuz you're talking some big stuff and inflammation for you listeners is basically heat in the body and we know that the body tends to overcorrect and overprotect and what franco is Absolutely. is alluding to is that certain foods actually can increase or decrease inflammation in the body and Absolutely. i guess the same applies to our dogs
1: well, the interesting thing is that our dogs, uh, we find, are more vulnerable. And the reason why they become more vulnerable to this inflammatory stimuli or to the foods that, um, they're being, um, that they're being fed is that the foods themselves are more oxidized than even our human foods. You think about this. How healthy would you be if you ate out of a bag or a can three times a day <laughs> for the rest of your life? I mean, we know oh, that God. in order for food shall stable... Yeah. In order for a food to be shelf-table, um, they have to add preservatives. Uh, the manufacturers mm-hmm. have to destroy many of the fatty acids that are biologically active in our bodies, in our pets' bodies. And so, what happens is, yeah. in order to prevent yeah. those fats from going rancid, they're destroyed during the processing. And those fats yeah, are critical so, for management of inflammation.
0: Oh, my God. That's so true. And so even, and it's really, really disheartening because you can think you're being a perfect pup parent and getting the latest, greatest organic food and, you know, it's got this and that. But, Franco, you're right. I mean, think about the food is in a bag. I don't care if you get the best food out there on the shelf. I cook for my dogs <laughs> and I give them, you know, brown rice and raw vegetables, pureed, of course, and um, lean meats and such. And I still, do you agree that food, like you're saying, in a bag or a can, even if it's touted to be organic and full of vitamins and stuff, is not the route to go for you know getting the best nutrition for your dog. Is there any bagged food out there that would do the job? Do you think?
1: No, you, you know you have to think that bagged food is, is is that it's it's I call it cardboard food. It's gone through yeah. you no know, rigorous oxygen exposure and, and and light exposure, and the inherent nutrients that used to be in the food sources obviously are damaged. Yeah. But what's interesting is. That people are fooled because they see this formidable list of ingredients on the uh, on the bag's label, and it looks like uh-huh. there's a lot of stuff that's been added to it and in fact, many manufacturers are very diligent, diligent enough to add all of the nutrients they know have been damaged during the processing, and mm-hmm. they deliver a bag of food that 's reasonable in nutrient quality, but it 's impossible to maintain the integrity of those nutrients that are even added to the food long term on the shelf and so what I've uh, come to advocate is the application of these supplements like a vitamin, mineral, antioxidant supplement to the dog's food Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you these animals respond so well to these nutrient supplements the most important one that needs to be added to these foods would be the fatty acids, the essential fatty acids and the conditionally essential fatty acids. You know how many people, you know very well how many people are supplementing with fatty acids in their diet and It makes a profound difference because it empowers the immune system.
0: It's just like you said, it's a building block to a catabolic state in the body. And if we don't have this in our system, we are in a state of breakdown. And the cells, we know that billions of new cells are created in our bodies and our dogs' bodies. So the goal is to have... The cells that are being replaced be healthy and not be continuing to break down or what's called an anabolic state. And so let's just talk a little bit about what kind of supplements that you need. EFAs, essential fatty acids are great. You can get that from, I put flaxseed oil in my dog's food. Um, I'm a vegetarian and so... My dog isn't a vegetarian. He's close. (laughs) But flaxseed oil I do think has a good balance of omega-6 and 3s. What other kinds of, where else can you get your EFAs from for those out there listening?
1: Well, the EFAs you're referring to is essential fatty acids. And and Mm -hmm. flaxseed is a phenomenal source. And the interesting thing is, Raquel, that our dogs require different essential fatty acid profiles than you and I need. Okay. And then again, cats okay. require different profiles than you and I need. So if we yeah. supply flaxseed, we do supply linoleic acid which is their essential fatty acid and we know that mm-hmm. you know, for humans linoleic and alpha-linolenic, those are the two that are in the flaxseed. They, they're supplied abundantly in the right proportion for human uh, diets but what mm-hmm. I often recommend yeah. is that in the in the dog's diet that the, we, use, we use a combination of a flaxseed and a cold water fish oil. because one of the problems Okay, like that would that be cod oil or cod, salmon, tuna, anything salmon, like that? What would, okay, well, cool. We would, uh, would use cod, tuna, salmon, or, or mackerel. Those supply okay. sufficient you know, omega-3 fatty acids that, that improve the capacity of the flaxseed to restore health. And we find that that makes the biggest impact on the skin. And here's an interesting fact. You were talking about earlier how our cells turn over and replace themselves. Our skin cells and the skin cells on our dogs can actually completely replace themselves within two to four weeks depending on the metabolism of the animal or the human. And so, Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. And you think about the muscle mass in our bodies or the dog's body will replace itself at a molecular level within about six to eight months depending on our metabolism.
0: Yeah, what I've heard is you're a completely new person, essentially cellularly, in about six months. Most systems (laughs) have regenerated, so you can look at what you do over the winter, everyone trying to get in shape for summer, you better start six months ahead of time.
1: You're you're right, it can take (laughs) anywhere from six months to a year. Now, someone who's really physically active and -hmm. and is instigating a, um, a healthy metabolic rate, then the body's re, re, it's recycling itself faster, obviously, than someone who's sitting on a couch. And there's a key. If you're active and the body's recycling itself faster, you have the potential for your animal or for yourself to supply nutrient-building blocks and a different lifestyle that will help restore the body from a genetic standpoint so that it's healthy. And here's what, what's unfortunate, is if you... Develop a disorder, or your animal dis- develops a disorder, we fail to consider changing the lifestyle or moving from yeah. the diet or the lifestyle that has caused contributed to the problem we all say well oh, this is a genetic anomaly that you know that we're vulnerable to whether it's obesity whether it's you know um, yeah. an autoimmune disease which when is crap change- <laughs> that's crap Go ahead.
0: <laughs> I said that's total crap, crap. I think it's crap, like you know, it's- now they say 30% is genetics and se- I mean it's dwindling it's dwindling as the research continues to pile up it used to be like ah, oh, 60% is due to genetics now we're down to 30 percent who knows in 10 20 years it may be 10 percent
1: more like five or six percent
0: let's talk truth just like you're doing it is like five or six percent it's we need to be accountable and know that we do have some measure of control over how our bodies degenerate and same with our pet so the research is showing it's five to six percent genetically only influenced wow
1: what we're also seeing in the research is that nutrients interact with our genes. This is the new uh, wave of nutrigenomic research where if various nutrients are limited in the diet the, the genes are not mm-hmm. getting the stimulus to be activated and it's one of the causes of obesity. It's not just the caloric impact that is causing obesity. Totally. It's the fact that some of our genes that are that are designed to manage fatness in our body are not being activated by certain nutrients. And we've all heard of these nutrients and we tend to supplement with them like chromium and vanadium, but we can actually use them in very precise blends to activate Mm -hmm. the genes responsible for restoring these fat management systems in the body. We can do it for our pets. And this is a lot of the research that I was involved in because when we improve insulin function, we then also improve biological age. The body doesn't age as fast, if insulin is working at optimal levels. And we are
0: all for that. I mean, humans or hounds, the anti-aging is definitely of interest. And you're talking about insulin, and we know that insulin spikes in the body and i've had a podcast before on glycemic index of foods anyone out there who wants to research further the glycemic index of foods simply is your body how your body reacts to the amount of sugar in that food so a high glycemic index means that it spikes your insulin levels in the body which then means your body preferentially is burning off these excess carbs to get your body regulated, in and it's burning those instead of fat. So that's why they say when your insulin levels are spiked, you go into more of a fat storage mode. And what Franco's talking about is kind of overriding that trigger in your body, keeping the insulin levels in control so that your body can burn fat for fuel, which is actually the preferred body's method. But if you have an abundance of carbs and sugar in your system, your body burns those quick, you know just to get your body regulated. Am I sort of on the right track? I think that's what I've gleaned from all my my readings. (laughs) That's
1: right on. Well, if we're eating foods that have a glycemic impact that's high, the insulin levels are spiked, as you said, and insulin pushes everything Mm -hmm. to storage. So we tend to then store body fat instead of burning it for energy.
0: Which is why we love red wine, because the glycemic index is zero. (laughs) If you're going to drink anything, red wine. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, It's too early, maybe, for you to get a glass of red wine, but still, go get a glass of water and hold tight. We need to take one more break. We'll be right back talking with Franco about nutraceuticals and what you can do to increase your pup's longevity through nutrition and activity. And his wonderful book that he wrote, um, which we definitely are going to talk more about. It's called The Potential Within Your Dog's Health, A Natural Guide to Health happiness and harmony for your canine companion but hang tight we'll be right back after this quick water break hey don't you go anywhere we'll be right back to win with dogs right after this quick water break Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Okay, everyone. I had my snort of wine. Just kidding. <laughs> We're back talking with Franco. Franco, this is such a fascinating topic, and I mean, the fact that you study this, I just read about people like you doing the research, and I I want to um, just get a quick list. I know we could have a long list of things that we're supposed to add, you know, supplements, and personally, I don't like to have a huge laundry list of things I need to be taking, blah, 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 but... One thing you mentioned was essential fatty acids, that's ultra important. What about antioxidants? I think antioxidants are probably like maybe the next on the list of
1: importance. Would that be true for our dogs as well? Oh, absolutely. In fact, you know, when we add fatty acids to our diets, these fats, they're called polyunsaturated fats. They're vulnerable to oxidation. That means they can go rancid very easily outside the body in our food or in our body. So it's critical that we add antioxidants to the diet to improve the survival rate of these fats in the body and to protect ourselves and here's an interesting fact whether it's a human or dog our cells produce antioxidants within the body we actually manufacture antioxidants <clears throat> but that wow. manufacturing process depends on the nutrient levels in our food for one it's not just the oral antioxidants that we consume that build antioxidant levels in the body however as we age and as our animals age that antioxidant production declines. And so these protective compounds in the cells tend to decline in in concentration. And that's one of the reasons why when you look at your pet, you'll notice from age 1 to 5, they age very well. But usually a bigger dog, from age 5 to 12, they start to age quite quickly in comparison from the age 1 to 5. So there's an exponential rate of aging if the diet is not optimal and the very reason why that happens and the same thing happens with humans from age 50 to 100 is that the internal antioxidant production starts to decline and then our protective network then starts to break down and and as you age then you become more vulnerable to these diseases that can penetrate without the antioxidant saturation in the cells but then if we compensate for this aging factor by increasing mm-hmm. the nutrient density of the diet by adding vitamins and minerals and antioxidants, then we saturate mm-hmm. our body with these antioxidants from dietary sources and we're protected and the cells are preserved, longevity is enhanced, we increase quality of life, and you know, when it comes to our pets and our dogs, we reduce veterinary bills, and it's, it's, it's yeah, ultimately the, that's the most powerful cure to disease prevention. Yeah,
0: so you're saying then that as we age, our body's ability to combat all of the toxins that we're flooded with and all the breakdown is lessened because we don't produce the same amount of antioxidants in our body. What about, and this is just kind of way underground, I don't know what you think, but what about DHEA? Is that one of the supplements that start, that is like a precursor to catabolic, state? yeah. I mean what what do you think about that have you studied? I've heard a lot about DHEA.
1: DHEA is a phenomenal supplement uh to take but What about for dogs? The right- do you- dogs is a the great right- thing to take at you know, after age and again it depends on the breed because some breeds tend to so to, so to speak biologically age at a faster rate. But you know, if we're talking yeah. about a small dog, I have a Jack Russell, for example, that's um twenty three pounds and he's I mean, he's a pretty big, big Jack Russell. Um but, uh-huh. you know, when he's age ten, he will well, he's actually age ten now but he will qualify for DHEA supplementation however with DHEA is kind of a delicate matter even with humans uh, before yeah. one embarks on supplementing with DHEA you have to really you should test to determine what your serum DHEA sulfate levels are and at that point then you would take you know a 25 milligram dose and increase by 25 yeah. milligram increments as required because it can backfire if um, you take too much of it when it's not needed. Uh, DHA can uh-huh. be converted into hormones that can also be estrogenic in the male's body and cause other things to happen yeah. in the body. So We don't want, you want that. Be... We don't want
0: boobies on yeah. our men. <laughs> you have actually invested in making um, supplements for dogs and cats called Biologic Vet, am I correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. Yes, And I, so if people
0: um, are cause... interested in... Getting any, how do, how do they go about, you know, getting into well, your if you program go the for websites, their
1: um there, um there are two different websites. One's an information source, which is, um, if you go on to yourdogshealth.net, that speaks to the books and the research that I was involved in mm-hmm. since 1990. And um, mm-hmm. that will lead you into the other website. If you want to skip all that and you go straight into learning about the products that came out of that research, then you would go to mm-hmm. biologic. Vet, that's B I O L O G I C vet dot net. And okay. basically what I've done is created various formulas that target different conditions. And the interesting thing that I mentioned earlier is that, you know, various nutrients now have been recognized to intimately interact with genes to turn them on or off. And, and so this these, is these what fascinates
0: formulas, me. So talk to definitely yeah, it's, it's, it's talk an, about
1: that. It's an amazing science because, you know, we found that Oxidation, for example, which is prolific in our environment and has caused us to age faster. Oxidation is responsible for accelerating genes that are responsible for um, inflammation. And so if we're able mm-hmm. to block this oxidation with with specific antioxidants that protect different genes, it's not just general antioxidants like vitamin E. Or, these are specific plant-derived antioxidants that protect the genes from this oxidation, we help the body maintain inflammation naturally. So what we're doing is restoring the body's ability to naturally control ailments. And I'll tell you one of the biggest places or biggest um, ailments that we found um, improvement in is allergies and skin disease. You know how how bad allergies are with humans and asthma is in the yeah. human population. The frequency and the rates are increasing tremendously. And it's not just yeah. because of the pollutants and the irritants and the, and the allergens in the air or in the environment. It's also because... What we're doing is eating oxidized food that preloads our cells yeah. with the wrong fatty acids yeah. that, tr- that when triggered by the allergens, react in a way that's not natural. And so, if we're able to control the diet to improve the quality, but if we add these bioflavonoid antioxidants that protect the cells. The body's not reacting to allergens the way it would normally. We have animals that have skin diseases that were taking prednisone and other Which um, is the worst. I hate that
0: drug. <laughs> I hate prednisone and, and animals, I'm on the
1: record. That's unbelievable. Um, these animals responded so well to this this product that they'd come off prednisone and you see, I started to to consult with veterinary clinics, taking their cases that were most difficult. In fact, we had one where the owner said, we can't deal with this anymore. We've spent $3,000 this year on treating this animal's skin. You know, it's it's suffering. We need to put this animal down. Nothing else is working. And in three weeks, okay. using this system, uh, it's, their animal's health is restored. And we hear these stories all the time. Totally, um,
0: all the time. And I wonder why it's so hard for people to get their brains wrapped around the fact that you are what you eat. I mean, and also to, to not just assume that the food company has our best interest necessarily at heart. I mean, they're a company, they're marketing, you know what I mean? But do you Absolutely. feel like it's it's changing? Are people becoming more open to you know receiving this message? I mean, I would think well, with the know, results that we
1: see. People in general in the past um... may not have been as informed and today people who are looking for natural means are more informed for one and that information yeah. um, is driving a new wave of nutrition because it creates demand and you see before manufacturers could get away with producing a lower cost product and it's because the consumers wouldn't buy a higher cost product because they didn't see the value in it but today because they are more mm-hmm. informed the consumer is recognizing the value of better quality nutrition and supplements. And so manufacturers then are meeting the need. So it's ultimately consumers who drive the marketplace. You know, if you're willing to pay more for something that's going to provide better health, then manufacturers will make it um but they'll also make the garbage yeah. that some people are willing to buy at a lower cost which they'll pay for in the end in veterinary bills.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like invest now in good food and supplements or pay later at the hospital. <laughs> you know, and Absolutely. the thing is is we are we're all going down. We're all going we all have a timeline, but The point is is we want to feel as good as we can while we're here, and we want our dogs to feel as good as they can while they're here. So, Franco, I thank you for writing this book, and everyone out there who wants to learn more about it, please do get Potential Within Your Dog's Health, A Natural Guide to Health, Happiness, and Harmony, for your canine companion, and this is all going to be up on our website at pet Life Radio. all the links. Where can people buy your book if they want it?
1: The book's available in bookstores and in health food stores and in pet supply stores. But um, to learn precisely where to get it in your area, and if there isn't a store in your area carrying it, we can actually send it directly. Um, you can go to my website. It's yourdogshealth.net. Um, or you can go to biologicvet.net. One of those two websites will be able to supply you with the book, or a store nearest you that has the book.
0: Yeah, and in this book, which I do recommend everyone get it, it's got um, it's got a lot more than just nutrition. And I love that you talk about the fact that you know there's a difference between how did you put it, eating something like there's a difference between feeding and say it how you said it, feeding it was and perfect. nourishing.
1: Two different things. Thank yeah. you. Feeding and nourishing.
0: <laughs> Feeding true. and nourishing, which yeah. is why sometimes, like you our- were saying earlier, people are obese because their bodies, they're eating, eating, eating on this food, which has calorie, 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 but there are no nutrients. So essentially, we're getting bigger and bigger, but our cells and our body is starving, which right. is right.
1: it's terrible. Cool. You know, you think the North American malnutrition is very different than the malnutrition we see in third world countries. The malnutrition yeah. we see in North America... Is, um, is is embodied by obesity and the obesity yeah. is caused by people losing their control and their, over food and their appetite because the body is driving them to eat more nutrition and so as the body right. is striving to gain more nutrition the calories are being packed away because they don't know what to do with it and um, if we yeah. lose the nutrient-dense diet by adding nutrients like supplementation um, and these are the supplements. Juicing that
0: I and this. juicing is so, another
1: way to do it too, but absolutely. anyway, um, with juicing you have to We're, be careful because you can increase the glycemic index of your diet overall because juices will have a lot of sugars. But you, if you if you balance it, like mm-hmm. a lot of people will diet exclusively on juice, and that's great mm-hmm. because the caloric mm-hmm. intake is down, the nutrient density is up. But you you have to combine it with other foods that 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 offset the glycemic impact of juicing exclusively. You know, with our dogs, one thing we have to keep in mind is dogs and cats. Cats, first of all, are carnivorous, and dogs are omnivorous but close to carnivorous. Mm -hmm. They have a lower capacity to resist or to tolerate glycemic impact than even we do. So, you Mm -hmm. know, I often recommend that they don't consume grains and... A lot of juices from fruit, although mm-hmm. the fiber and the component that uh, comes out of the juicing the, the byproduct—is great for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah, there's I a lot. No, I'm fascinated. I love it. I could talk for. I could talk for days about this. Unfortunately, we're out of time, so we can't talk anymore. <laughs> but I, I definitely need to have a follow up. Talk with you because we didn't even really get into some of the um, other stuff in your book physical activity, what you think on that, and different specific canine health problems. But anyway, I would love to have you back. Let's I think so much. Segment. Absolutely, we will. And so, all of you listening, it's Franco Cavallari, and the website is yourdogshealth.net or biologicvet.com pick up the book and just get out there as I say and get some knowledge research remember you're only as you know good as the amount of knowledge you have at this moment so if you find out through research that you're doing some things horribly wrong (laughs) for your dog don't shame yourself just adapt adapt with your new information and Franco thank you you've certainly opened my eyes to some things um, that I will be researching more thanks for being a great guest and mark thank you for so making us thank great oh you're so welcome and franco please come back anytime i'd love to have you okay thank you. great thanks for listening guys go out there and win with dogs we'll be back soon have a great day exercise nutrition interaction and love make for one healthy happy hound give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week Right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Wynn with Dogs. Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.